Welcome to Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delau. With me from afar is Alicia Tobin. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> exactly the same. Same tone, same inflection. Everything's fine. I am excited. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I'm very excited. We have a returning guest. He is a former bandmate of mine, maybe hopefully one day future bandmate again. He is a fabulous musician and DJ. He's a toughie. He's easy breezy and beautiful. It's Adam Fink. Hello. Welcome back, Adam. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's so nice to see you guys on my internet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm We're on your always internet. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all literally always online. I like how you're like you're framed in front of like this IKEA record storage uh, mm-hmm. thing that I have the exact same one of and it's like right behind me so I feel like I'm having a weird like out of body experience astral projecting deja vu something. <laughs> I don't know. It's really funny because in my house, um, I have a room that I've just—I was—I just moved here, and I have a room now that I have all my records in. Oh wow! And um, this this thing behind me, this IKEA, this red IKEA record shelf, it was just here. So oh. I put my turntable on top of it, and I've done very few um, like quarantine Zoom calls uh-huh. uh, because I'm just not very comfortable with them. They're but, weird. Uh, yeah, they're super weird, and it makes me sad that I can't see my friends in real life. Um, yeah. But the funny thing is, every time I do it, people ask me if this is a fake background, (laughs) (laughs) which I would imagine I would hopefully be more creative than an Ikea catalog. (laughs) I have to say that is one of my favorite Ikea pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I've often like wished I had just the right corner to buy it or the right place to put it. It's very iconic. I, I had like a... I just self-imposed like an Ikea purge on myself like uh, probably 10 years ago. And I was like, I'm not going to keep anything from Ikea because when I first moved uh, out of my childhood home, we just left everything and got exclusively only Ikea stuff. And that was the year 2002. So everything Mm -hmm. was silver laminate. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's a rite of passage for people as soon as they move out on their own. Yeah, being like a teen or like going going away to college or whatever. But like that, yeah, that the red sort of metal cabinet is the one thing that I was like, that you can stay. Yeah, I'll, no, it's I'll really cool, it. and you, it's uh, it's perfect. And I also like it because it's magnetic, so you can stick anything to it. I've, it's true. I've stuck a bunch of um, like magnetic hooks on the front of ours, and now Jay like hangs all his cables from it. So oh, it's, that's it's practical. Yeah, it's very practical. Yeah, and he spent all day today like soldering a bunch of new cables. Jay makes nice. his own XLR cables. He's so handy. It's wonderful. He's a very talented man. I found out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, you are, Jay. He's going to be listening to this when he edits it. Um, I found out today that XLR cables like cost $60 to buy, but cost $15 to make. Hmm. It's like Jay could go into business making artisanal XLR cables. I do know people that do that and they do very well doing it. Look at this one. It's yellow. Oh, that's so cute. Yellow piss color. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you get exciting colors like yellow piss. Mm-hmm. It's can't. much better than just like the plasticky looking plain ones. Like regular it's better than old. red piss. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen all the bus shelter ads? That it's yeah, like with the lemon. <laughs> with is that drop new? Of right? blood. That's new, right? Because I just new. started noticing them. <laughs> They're everywhere. No, and it's, it's been a little while. Well, it's been like six months or something. Yeah, probably. But like, there's one that's like a a background of all lemons, and then one of the lemons is red, and it's like seeing red, you shouldn't be or whatever. And then there's mm-hmm. another one that's someone squeezing a cut lemon, and it's dripping a drop, but it's blood instead of lemon juice. And it's like, yeah. see red in your pee, like you shouldn't be. It's like, is your pee red? And I'm sort of like, there's gotta be like a better ad <laughs> campaign. Yeah. What about if do you have blood in your urine? Definitely go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I do Just have to say they, they've been very, I've noticed them and which is kind of saying something because most of the time I walk around and I have my headphones on and I'm not That's paying true. attention, but, and they do genuinely concern me. Yeah. 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 As they should, we should be paying attention to those things, but mm-hmm. it's making me be like, am I not like looking at my pee enough? Like I I'm fine. I'm mm-hmm. healthy, but like, <laughs> I don't like, should I be watching every drop as it goes? <laughs> I, on the other hand, have just been really worried about when I cut a lemon open. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm worrying that it's going to taste like pee. Um, there should be an app uh, <laughs> for stuff like that, like where you can just like track if you find blood in anything. I wanted to create an app a few years ago that would remind me 12 hours after I ate beets. That I didn't ah, have some yeah. sort of like bowel cancer. Totally. That gets me every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. I just confirmed my spud order for tomorrow. And one of the things I'm getting is like a beet, like a briny, whatever it's called, pickled. What's the cabbage Sour- thing? Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Yeah, it's, it's like a thank you. I obviously don't eat it myself. I'm buying it for Jay. <laughs> but there, it was like a, a two pack was on sale. It was like a kraut sampler pack and one of them is beat based and i was like remember to warn jay (laughs) 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 he's okay he's not he's not sick guys do you think my app i should make my app yeah you ate a beat yeah Mm -hmm. all right what would it be called Mm, beat butt (laughs) (laughs) i like it Everybody loves alliteration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Loves the word butt. Yeah, I mean, as long as you put like lots of butts in the like graphic design, I think people Mm -hmm. would download it. Um, I was thinking, beat the clock. I don't know why. Oh, that's much better. I don't. I don't know why. It doesn't really have to do with time that much. It would be beat semicolon the clock. (laughs) <laughs> countdown yeah that's it that's the name of it i give you i will give you a percentage of my zero sales i get a finder's fee that's just the name of a spark song that i really like so it's probably just always in my mind i had the pleasure of speaking with russell from sparks recently yes and i lost my goddamn mind <laughs> i was <laughs> so excited and happy for you when they asked me if i was interested in doing that i it wasn't 100% confirmed, but I was like, yes, of course, I would love to. But then I had like a week where I wasn't really too sure. But every day, all I wanted to do was text you <laughs> to be like, is there something special I should ask? But then I thought if it wasn't going to happen, then I'd be. Impressed. Yeah, so. no, you. the interview was great. You asked you. all the, the good questions. Um, I recently looked on Facebook. I don't know why I did this, but I looked at like our friendship 
Um, and mm-hmm. I real, I think it was like your birthday or something. And I was like, oh, let me find a good picture of us together. All that our friendship back and forth on Facebook is every year you wishing me happy birthday and like a very heartfelt and nice way and posting something relevant and beautiful. And then like going back, I don't know, like five years or something. It's me mm-hmm. posting like 10 Sparks videos on your wall to be like, <laughs> make sure you watch this one. This one's my favorite. This one's directed by David Lynch. You're going to love this one. Check it out. Well, my education into Sparks was very thorough and it was on one of the American uh, Jay Arner tours. Yeah, I think it was the South by Southwest one. Yeah, we were driving somewhere. I remember it being deserty. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember both drive being very long. And I think we might have listened to about 10 of their records. Yeah. And I yeah. kept being like, is everyone okay with this? Is it okay if I put on another one? And you were like, yeah. I love it. And I was like, okay, that's enough. I was so <laughs> embarrassed as someone that genuinely loves music and prides himself on collecting music that I had totally missed this band. They're very obscure and rare. Listeners, if you don't know Sparks, check them out. Mm-hmm. I love them. You love them so much. I love them so much. I think maybe the only person who loves them as much as me or more is uh, former guest Paul Anthony, Mm. who has like framed photos of them above his bed. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. And he's met them and hugged them and stuff. Uh, They seem lovely. Yeah. They've been making really good quarantine content Mm -hmm. this whole time, like uh, workout videos, (laughs) uh, like spoken word poetry, reading of lyrics. That's amazing. Tours of their fridge magnets from all over the world. I saw that and I loved that idea. And I also just, number one, enjoyed the massive collection of fridge magnets that he had. And how dusty they were. It made me (laughs) feel better. I was like, I actually have one of the same magnets as them. And I was like, mine is as dusty as theirs is. So much in common with Sparks. Yeah, we're practically (laughs) twins. Yeah. I'm the third Sparks sibling. I'm the Sparks Mm -hmm. sister. Yay. That's me. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. We don't have to keep talking about Sparks. I know it's very, very alienating. (laughs) (laughs) So the name of the game, Retail Nightmares. I think the last time you were on, you told us about working at a hair salon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and washing people's hair. Yep. And a man <laughs> who told you that you're so good at giving a head massage that he like got a half boner. Uh, the phrase was, you just made me pop a bone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that was followed up with him pouring about 75 cents in nickels into my hand as a tip. <laughs> wow. I felt wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but you also like that made me be like, maybe he is really good at giving head massages. I don't I feel like. You cut my bangs one time, didn't you? You cut my yeah. hair on tour once. Yeah. And it yeah. looked really good. I've cut um, a lot of the women that work at the club, the Fox Cabaret, where I spend a lot of my time or had been until March. Um, yeah. I've cut a lot of bangs there. Nice. I, I do remember some of my training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're probably much better than me. I don't even want to attempt cutting my own bangs. And I realized today that my bangs go like, down to the bottom of my neck. So when your bangs you, are a bob. When do you consider bangs still as bangs? Like yeah, I feel like looking not, at them now on you, they're past your chin. So I feel like that's just hair now. 
but they're yeah, so much thanks, shorter. Adam. They're so much shorter <laughs> than the rest of my hair. Mm, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I look like I'm dabbing right now. <laughs> um, when you don't get your hair cut uh, every year, they're still bangs. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> to me, they're not bangs. Once you can um, like put them in a ponytail. Which you can, can put those in a ponytail. Definitely. No, they don't reach back. No, unless in your, it's in like your own a, ponytail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could put it in a geyser on top and look like a Mel a or something. Yeah, or a unicorn. Mm-hmm. A unicorn. The last unicorn. So since then, you've had probably countless experiences, nightmares, dreams. Uh, well, my job has uh, my job that I do, which is a lot of music at night, a lot of DJing at night, and a lot of being um, up until March in packed rooms of very drunk people. Yes. So <laughs> it's always a little bit strange yes. and funny and odd and a little bit upsetting sometimes, but uh, <laughs> the majority <laughs> of people are usually pretty all right. <laughs> so it's not, um, I would say, like, as in terms of, like, a regular... If I had a job uh, doing retail somewhere, I would imagine I would have more nightmares to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I do get the occasional, um, I I get yelled at quite often. Really? (laughs) Well, because it's so loud and people are yelling at the DJ to play Wonderwall. Yes. That's actually, (laughs) funny enough, the last night that we... We're DJing at the club. I play um, with two friends. We are called Common People DJs, and we do every Saturday at the Fox. And the last night we were there was March 14th, and it was our 80s versus 90s night. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those I would are also so like popular. to say I do realize how silly all the stuff is that we do. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. <laughs> it's fun. I I mean, if I had any energy, I would go. I've been to like a couple of the times you've DJed in the projection room at the Fox, and mm-hmm. it's always it's always delightful. But I'm like, I just have no energy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't dance at night. <laughs> um, yeah, but that last night, I do remember at some point a man uh, and a large group of his friends came up to the table and asked us sincerely if we could play Wonderwall. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I said, no. Um, (laughs) And to try to get me to do it, he said, oh, it's for a joke. (laughs) And I said, well, then definitely not. (laughs) Could you imagine like how it would just kill the vibe on the dance floor? (laughs) Yeah, we have like a nice room of maybe 400 people dancing and having a great time. And I'm just going to stop it at peak, you know, 1230 at night to be like, oh, this friend group wants to hear a joke. (laughs) Just like the slow guitar strumming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we've all heard Wonderwall enough. Mm. I have a tattoo of all of the lyrics on my back, prison style. It's beautiful. Oh, like a stick and poke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of typos. Yeah. Wadonar wall. <laughs> I do like how you did, like, you didn't leave the typos. You, like, actually crossed out the word and then yeah. got them to redo it. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so impressive if you could stick and poke your own back. I'm just impressed by by tattoo tattooists. Tattoo artists. Tattoo Tattooins. 
who are who are like working on themselves and their partners and people they're quarantined with throughout all of this just being Mm -hmm. like well i need to keep up my skills cover my entire body uh a friend of mine is a tattoo artist a tattooing and um (laughs) your bandmate my bandmate shannon hemmett she's wonderful and uh i know who she is she has had to when she was especially learning i had to tattoo quite a lot on herself yeah, which that's... I think would just stress me out. I get stressed out making eggs. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of arguments about how to make the perfect egg. So I see. Oh, yeah. It. yeah, yeah. People have opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, since you were last on the podcast, you yourself have gotten a bunch of tattoos. I have, um, and those are from Shannon because yeah. she started her own tattooing business, and I love her drawings. And I thought. I don't know. You get to a certain point in your life, I think, where these things don't feel like they're important anymore (laughs) or you just don't care. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I could get a tattoo of Teen Wolf. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) You have a Teen Wolf one? No, but I'm going to get one. Uh, She's drawing it for me. You love Teen Wolf so much. I certainly love Teen Wolf. It's a combination (laughs) of my two favorite things. Werewolves and basketball. <laughs> and Michael I was J. Fox. Say, is it Jason Bateman or is it Michael J. Fox? Uh, they made a sequel to Teen Wolf called Teen Wolf T O O. Also, yeah, Teen Wolf as well as I like to refer to it. <laughs> so that that's the one with Jason Bateman. Yeah, he plays uh, Michael J. Fox's cousin. Yeah, oh, I've and seen it. It's essentially I've the same 100% movie. 100% seen this movie. I've never it. seen the sequel. Mm-hmm. I've oh. only seen the first one on tour with Adam, who like yes. was like, we all need to watch Teen Wolf right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't regret it. It was fabulous. I was. Um, I do remember you and Jay being unconvinced at first. Um, and But the, the nice thing about Teen Wolf, it, the movie runs 84 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a commitment whatsoever. But I do genuinely, like, you guys both seemed, like, pleased. Yeah. So I just chalked it up as a win. It won us over for yeah. sure. I think my favorite part is once you see the dad is a wolf also. <laughs> and he's, like, in full wolf mode. And the, also the wolves just look like weird, like, weird dogs. <laughs> like, yeah. the makeup is so uh, interesting. Yeah. Like, I they had it. this, they must have had the same makeup artist as the Shaggy DA. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> the Shaggy DA. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so how many tattoos do you have now? I have, I haven't kept track of uh, I have five now. Wow. Yeah. And you many. got those all like within like a year or two? Within a month. Within yeah. a month? It was wow. pretty quick. Yeah. Wow. Because I would, we had gotten back from a tour. I have a friend, my friend, you know, uh, our mutual friend, Davey, who had a band called 42. Uh, Jay knows him well. Okay. I, I um, think I've maybe met him on the street one time. Yeah, very lovely man. Uh, his daughter, Iris, is, I, I'm going to say, I might be wrong, 11 or 12. But he has an arm of tattoos that have been inspired by her. She's given him the ideas for it. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> and we were, I was having breakfast with them and a few other friends one day, and I asked her if she could figure out if I should get a tattoo and what that would be before I had a tattoo. And she came up with the best idea. And so that was kind of the initial thing that I wanted to get, which I still haven't gotten yet. But um, that was kind of the start of me just deciding to get a million tattoos or five tattoos within the span of four weeks. That's (laughs) impressive. Like, 
it probably took me like over five years to get that many tattoos. So <laughs> I I respect Adam, that. Adam, what is the idea for the tattoo you haven't gotten yet? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. So I asked her what I should get and she stared into my soul for 30 seconds <laughs> <laughs> and then calmly said, what you should get is a classic happy face. <laughs> so a classic emoji type happy face wearing a top hat. <laughs> and then she goes, and then underneath, I think it should say sadness. <laughs> and everyone wow. looked at me and was just like, she just nailed you. She just got you. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I was going to say, like, my gag was going to be, you're going to tell me about this beautiful, cool tattoo. And then I was going to go and get it done oh. and then show you a picture of it. And then I was like, no fucking way am I getting that. That's. Alicia, if you want to, we can both get those and have oh matching tattoos. <laughs> Friend it's tattoos. Too, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too, it's too personal. I'll go at the same time as you to get a tattoo, but okay. it will not get that tattoo. It can be our big friend bonding moment. (laughs) When I decided to get tattoos and I decided they, I didn't really care if they didn't mean anything or they could be silly. I've actually actively been trying to get friends to get silly matching tattoos with me. (laughs) Maybe Jessica's interested. (laughs) Totally. Unless you want to get like a hot dog or a hamburger. Oh yeah, of course. I'm interested because I would love like a really beautiful hamburger or hot dog. That's yeah. One million percent. I love your response was, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I went back to work. I went back to retail after I counted 103 days of staying at home. Um, The last day I... The last day I actually went into work was March 17th, but I don't think we were open to the public then. I think I was just doing a little bit of preparation for the the shutdown um so i was very nervous going into it and just sort of like not knowing what to expect and it it wasn't any one particular interaction although i did get cornered by two women who did not have reservations and had never been into uh the cafe before and were like how do we get cats and <laughs> one of them like something a woman would say <laughs> they were both they were both older one of them had a mask but it was around her neck mm. and the other one didn't have a mask and she was missing quite a few teeth and so quite a lot of spit was coming out of her mouth as she was talking i was wearing a mask and there Do are you have st- plexiglass we have plexiglass but only at the counter so mm. like I have to clean every hour in between groups of people and I come onto the other side of the plexiglass for that. And so I'm, I think I might, when I do that actually wear a face shield because we have those. Mm. Um, But yeah, like we have stickers all over the floor that say like keep six feet apart. And so these women were getting a bit too close to me. So I backed away, put about six feet in between us, but then they came, they followed me and they backed me into a corner (laughs) and I was like, Um, so I needed to learn how to be like, oh, please keep your distance, not trying to be rude. But it's also it's just hard to communicate with people, especially if you're wearing a mask, they're wearing a mask. There's plexiglass in between you. Mm-hmm. People can't really hear very well. You have to really yell. And then, of course, people put their head around the plexiglass to be like, <laughs> oh, what are you saying? And it's like, no, <laughs> that's what it's there for. Um, but yeah, on my second day. Uh, the second day was a bit better. It was a shorter shift. 
Um, and breaks are just weird for me because I've never worked in a job that had breaks. So I didn't like, I still don't know what to do. <laughs> like, it's not really a neighborhood where there's a lot of like fun spaces to go hang out in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've started driving to work. So now on my break, I just go down to the parkade and sit in my car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what am I? I just, I, it feels extremely American. It feels like an American thing to do. I don't know if I'm sitting in your car. Sitting in your car on your break, I mm-hmm. don't know. I feel like I followed some people on Instagram who were American who would do that. And I was always like, why are you in your car? But it's <laughs> just like, because you need to drive places because it's big. Um, but yeah, I like got in my car and I was, I don't know why it happened, but I was so exhausted that I like almost fainted. <laughs> so yeah. That's, it's very, I can imagine it's very stressful especially coming out of such a long time of not doing that. And then having to deal with people that are maybe just kind of not caring. Or just oblivious. Like there's a ton of people who like we, we, our regulation is like, you have to wear a mask in, in the lounge and the cat lounge. But so many people come in without masks. And then I ask like, do you have a mask? Some people wear them underneath their noses and you're just like, Hey, <laughs> I've got something that's going to blow your mind, but this thing up here and this hole down here actually connected in the back. <laughs> actually, they can kind of do the same thing. Um, but yeah, it's just like it feel. I felt like I ran a marathon and it's so ridiculous to make that sort of equation. But like, I guess my I was so just out of shape or like I don't feel like I'm that I think it's the anxiety and the stress of it because that's like such a it sounds like your body's like I need to shut down now yeah and also just like the endurance of it all like it's mostly cleaning now so like I have a newfound respect for janitorial staff who do nothing but clean it's like so physical yeah and you get so sweaty and yeah, I just need to like build up my tolerance to just standing on my feet for like seven hours. It just and nothing about it feels natural. <laughs> it's sort of like, okay, I'm going back to normal. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Well, that, I think that's the thing that kind of fools you a little bit is those times where people are like, oh, you can go get a drink now, like go to a bar. And you're like, oh, that sounds nice and normal. And then you go into some place and you're like, this seems like a very bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so strange. I mean, it doesn't quite feel normal yet, I think, for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it probably won't for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll provide updates as as it continues. But it's it's like an I- ideal situation in terms of having a boss who like listens and actually cares. <laughs> so mm. So I don't feel like despair, but <laughs> I do feel weird. Yeah, it's a weird situation. Um, I feel you on people that don't want to wear masks over their faces. That seems odd. Also, it's so I think it's fun to wear a mask. I don't yeah. know if I'm in the minority here, but I feel like I'm getting ready to rob a bank every day to leave the <laughs> house. <laughs> I definitely it gives you like a level of anonymity that I like. Oh, it's great. I ride my bike around through alleys with my mask on, and I feel like um, a superhero from the 1940s. <laughs> I'm the shadow. No one can see me. <laughs> you're, you're one of the I bad guys you. from Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Um, that makes me so happy. That's just further proof that you are 
one of one of the good ones um someone messaged me recently asking because i i had told her that we had someone in our band who was bad Mm. like a bad dude who we had to get rid of and my friend messaged me asking if it was you and i was like oh my god no (laughs) i was like adam adam fink is like one of the greatest people and like every single person who knows him like that's the first thing out of their mouth like oh he's so great and then i clicked on your instagram profile and i saw that it still says on there proud to be endorsed by energy oh yeah that's not going away And I was like, oh my gosh, I had forgotten. That was so long ago that you put that up. And I was we, like, what? I, I endorse him. Yeah, I couldn't remember <laughs> the exact situation, like Me how either. we talked about it, how it <laughs> came up. I don't remember either. But at the end of it, you were like, well, I'll endorse you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I immediately just went to my Instagram profile. And I think we were talking, that. we were talking about sponsorships. <laughs> It's, I'm trying to figure out the context though. I, we were regardless, talking about like bands getting sponsorships, and I was like, I mm. endorse you, even though that it's like a completely uh, empty gesture. No, it's awesome. That's, <laughs> hence, hence, it's I'm not. My, it's, uh, it's the link in my bio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel very honored. Yeah, I'm not endorsed by anyone. So. I'll endorse you. Okay, <laughs> I'll say proud to be endorsed by Ad Rock. Sweet. Amazing. Yeah. I just flooded this person's like messages, which is like examples of how fabulous you are. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't say enough good things about him. That's very kind. I was mortified. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I need to let everyone know that the bad dude in our band is long gone. It was me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alicia did some bad shit. She was always twisting people's titties. Yeah. yeah. She took a dump in the middle of the floor. Yes. She injected blood into one of my lemons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm still doing that. Yeah. <laughs> she injected blood into my pee while I was sleeping. I don't even and know how she did it. She's With a good. straw. With a straw? I just... Oh. <laughs> I got some blood and then... Anyways. You're a Dracula. I am. I've been telling you for years. Yes. Alicia, what's your retail nightmare? Well, I went to a restaurant for the first time. Holy shit. How was that? Like dine in? Yeah, it wasn't the plan, but it uh, a really good friend from work it was her last day and we planned to get DoorDash, but uh, it didn't work out. And then we ended up just standing in the parking lot and deciding to go to Boston Pizza. <laughs> And I just didn't want to be like, I didn't want to be the party pooper and say like, no, I don't want to go to a restaurant. I don't feel comfortable. And yeah, like I can't see myself doing it again anytime soon. Uh, It's very stressful for the staff. And uh, I felt very bad for them. Um, Everyone's wearing masks. The tables are very far apart. For the the American listener, Boston Pizza is a Canadian uh, restaurant named after an American city. (laughs) (laughs) Um. And the food is very bad. I have a question about that. Because I feel like I've never heard of Boston being known for pizza. I know. No. I'm curious how that came together. Yeah, Chicago. I bet we could look into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was probably just like a a marketing think tank being like, okay, what what sounds cool? What's hip right now? (laughs) Boston. Boston. Like right after Goodwill Hunting came out, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that was it. How do you like them apples pizza was too long? (laughs) 
So like you ate like indoors, like not on a patio and it was just no, like super indoors, spaced out. Super spaced out. And to make matters worse, it took them 45 minutes. It always takes them between a half an hour and 40 minutes to serve us. It's wildly slow there. I don't know why. And so I was just like trying to stay focused and like enjoy um, lunch with my friend, but it was pretty hard and I felt very like, I felt like a jerk. Uh, the staff was the same staff that's always been there. And that's like a place where we go for lunches for work and we recognize each other and it was very friendly, but you also don't know what to do when you're in places because it's different at every place. Mm-hmm. So I went to touch something and then she said, oh no, I can't, you can't touch that. Or, oh no, I can't touch that. I, oh yeah, it was the menus because the menus are just paper now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm which I love, except for it's so wasteful. But yeah, it just felt bad. And we used a lot of hand sanitizer. And a lot of people are just at work because they don't have a choice, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not in no rush to get back to normal in those terms at all. Um, Yeah, I felt kind of bad about it the rest of the weekend, too. Um, That's not good. (laughs) And I realized, like, whenever I go, like, whenever I pop into a place, none of the staff probably wants to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't feel really good about that because a lot of people don't have the choice to say on CERB if their job's offered to them, the government expects them to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which sucks. Well, I just found out a lot of stuff about Boston Pizza. Oh, go on. Um, also known as BP or <laughs> Boston's The Gourmet Pizza Restaurant and Sports Bar. Are we always, are we also all just known by our initials anyways? <laughs> yeah. MJD, going yeah. to BP. Uh, when we pick you up anything AF? <laughs> okay, it was founded in Edmonton, Alberta, which like could the not Boston be f- of Canada. F- further away from Boston. Founded 56 years ago in 1964. 64? Oh. Yeah, which yeah. is a lot older than I thought it would be. Um, Same. It was opened by a Greek immigrant who had a place called Boston Pizza and Spaghetti House. So it was originally mm. Pizza and Spaghetti. And it was the official supplier for Expo 86. Those are all the things that I found out about it just briefly by glancing over Wikipedia. That's a I lot thought of the guy from Dragon's Den started Boston Pizza. Uh, maybe someone like bought it from someone, but it was started by, yeah, Gus Agioritis. In 1964. That's an incredible story. I have a lot more respect for it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the pizza heads out there. Yeah. So maybe it was initially like Greek style pizza, which also I don't know if that's a thing or what that would be. There's a surprising amount of styles of pizza. And yeah. I worked with a woman. Um, who Go was, on. Uh, New segment. From... <laughs> What's your favorite style? Um, I worked with a woman from Windsor, Ontario. Uh-huh. It's a very lovely place, very lovely person, um, but would always say that the pizza in Windsor, Ontario, a.k.a. described as Windsor-style pizza, is the best pizza in the world. Huh. Why? Is it floppy and greasy? Because that's my favorite type. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's dough and cheese. <laughs> it's my favorite kind of boner, floppy and greasy. <laughs> it's never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something, but then I didn't. Have you tried Windsor style pizza? I don't know. I've been to Windsor a couple times, but I'm like, I'm always kind of on the fence if she was like messing with me. No, there are like a bunch of secret pizza towns. Mm. I feel like Vancouver is a secret pizza town. 
Vancouver has surprising a surprising amount of pizza. Yeah. And I feel like most of it is pretty good. Yeah. Better than average for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge cheese guy, so it's it's usually it has to be like a very special occasion for me. Yeah. Um, so I haven't tried a lot of it, but word on the street, pizza here is <laughs> <laughs> righteous. <laughs> righteous pizza. That's our new pizza place. Yeah. Oh, our specialty there. is no cheese. Yeah. <laughs> there are no cheese pizzas that are actually really good. I feel like pizza can get really, really avant-garde. <laughs> I've, I've tried to do that before and it is good, but it just doesn't feel like pizza. That's true. Yeah. So if you want pizza, I'm just like, oh, no, I could just put veggies on a piece of bread. And that's one, my vegan pizza. <laughs> the one thing that Jay and I have eaten the most of, like delivery uh, while in quarantine, is Panago. Mm. Um, but I decided, I don't know why, I decided this year that, like, it was a New Year's resolution or something, that I would stop eating Panago pizza just because, like, it always makes me feel bad afterwards and I don't enjoy it that much like there's so so many other pizzas that I like better so I is Panago like the go-to of like the kind of fast food pizzas yeah I mean people like Domino's but I prefer Panago um so every time we get Panago I just get a Caesar salad so I think (laughs) in 2020 I've probably had like over 20 Caesar salads from Panago (laughs) and you know what they're really good Oh, yeah, yeah their salads are not bad. And they're like six dollars. Like, it's ridiculous how cheap they are. That's a it's great amazing. price for a salad. And they have like thick, thick. Um, what are they called? Scrapings. Parmesan. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have like thick ribbons of it, not just like shitty stuff from a shaker. Uh, sprinkled over. Yeah. Yeah. It's like quite substantial. Okay. So that's my secret tip. Well, I'm putting Panago on the list for uh, the next big weekend. (laughs) (laughs) They also have a thing that's like strips of dough twisted together with um, cinnamon and then you dip it in icing sugar. I love this idea of there's a lot of places like that that I feel like if it's a pizza restaurant or something like we have dough, we can make a dessert and they just if we deep fry this thing and put this on it, then it's a new dessert. But like as you're eating it, your brain still isn't tricked enough to be like, this is just pizza dough. Like it tastes yeah. salty like pizza dough. It's like, do you know those um, those snacks? Uh, oh, I can't remember what they're called right now, but it's like all the snacks mixed together. Oh, yeah. There's like pretzels and Doritos and Sun Chips, I think. Like Munchy Mix. Munchies. Melly Munchies. Or Melly Mellow in French. Mm, yeah, I feel like that idea just came about because they had leftovers. Yeah, and just bagged them together. <laughs> and all made in the same factory, obviously. Yeah. 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 I feel like when I was a kid, there was a box of them and it was called Bits and Bolts, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. There was always a bowl of that at my uh, senior aunt and uncle's home. Very heavenly seasoned. Really yeah. liked it. They had like snack. little cheese sticks in there too. Ooh. Yeah. It was always like if one of them had like a dust on it, though, the dust was all- over every single one. So it'd be like, you want to eat a pretzel that tastes like a cheesy? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, it sounds great. Yeah. A new product idea. Let's get fucking wild tonight, <laughs> baby. Um, should we do a segment? Yeah. Um, okay. Alicia, you choose. Let's do um, Fanciest Animal. What is the fanciest animal? 
out of all the animals in the animal kingdom, which one do you think is the fanciest? I have a few thoughts on this. Really? Okay. <laughs> I think the go-to of, and you let me know if other people um, come on the show have said this. Uh, the go-to fancy immediately that pops in your head is the penguin. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're in, With, we're in a tuxedo. We're in a tuxedo. Yeah. I just think of Danny DeVito as the penguin as like the fanciest animal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is disgusting in that movie. <laughs> He's just like covered in mucus and stains. Yeah. <laughs> just a so, hell of a performance. makeup still looks really spooky and good. Yeah. The like mm-hmm. hooked nose and like the way he just like bites a fish. Like <laughs> He has fish hands too, doesn't he? Like, yeah. Little yeah, flippers. Like kinda... Yeah. I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all doing it. Yeah. It's not a visual medium. So that's your, your first thought is penguin. But uh, but I think my actual fancy animal would be, I love a fox. I don't know why. They're yeah. fancy. They're like cute and kind of cuddly. And they're not like a regal animal, but they're like, like a nice prince. Yeah. They're sort of like mysterious and elusive too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they have secrets. Mm-hmm. I think they have like bushy eyebrows, which kind Ooh. of adds to the mystery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always in style. Yeah. They're so beautiful. And they come in so many different colors and mm-hmm. they're very vocal animals too. Yeah. Apparently they have quite a strong scent as well because they're like, Musk. like musky. A musky tusk. Mm. There's like, there's certain places in where they're, you're allowed to have a domesticated fox or, you know, fo- mm-hmm. pet really? fox. Yeah. I'll send you tonight one of my favorite rescue fox accounts on Instagram. And Amazing. she has a white uh, fox and another fox. And I think a couple of really interesting. She has a possum. I didn't realize they, live they in a could really actually, beautiful house. they could be domesticated. I thought they were um, pretty. Yeah, I think yeah. they can be, but I don't think they should be. Mm. Yeah. But sometimes they can't be rehabbed, right? So, yeah, mm. if they've been kept as pets. They can't go back to the wild usually. And so... Yeah, Fox is a great choice. When I was a kid, my favorite movie was The Fox and the Hound. Me too. That record would make me, I play that record every day and cry so every day and then mm. put the record away and the next day after lunch, play the record again. Why would you cry? cry? It's just so sad. It's a, it's a very sad ending. No spoilers, I guess. For I've never seen like it. 30 years old. <laughs> you can spoil it. I'll probably never watch it. I mean, if it's sad, we don't have to talk about it, though. It's, it's interesting, also for a couple different reasons. It follows a, a friendship between a fox and a hound dog from when they're kids and then how it gets complicated when they get older because mm-hmm. the hound dog's supposed to protect the chickens and the fox is supposed to eat the chickens. Oh. But when they're kids, um, the hound dog is starting voiced starting to by, cry. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> the hound dog is voiced by Corey Feldman. Oh. Which is, Amazing. So it's from like the 80s? Uh, yeah. Huh. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, no, I, I like know of it. I've just never seen it. And I wonder why I've never seen it because I. For was some like, reason, it's just not a favorite. And yeah. I never like it, maybe because there's no princess in it. I remember Weird. having like really good songs, um, it being really fun. And then that ending is, it's devastating. Yeah. 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 I, maybe like my mom thought it would be too sad or something. So she like. <laughs> sheltered me from it <laughs> my nephew did he was telling me that he watched it the other day and he was oh, a yeah? real big fan of it so how old is he now he's, he's so five. cute he's yeah. five. Oh wow he's five. so it's 1981 okay mm-hmm. 
So it was probably like a little before my time, I guess. I guess I was just like into the current Disney hits. (laughs) Like like an Aladdin or a... um, Love an Aladdin, love mm -hmm. a Lion King, Little Mermaid. Or no, yeah, sorry, Little Mermaid, that's the one I was thinking Little Mermaid, yeah, I mean, I love Princess Bride. Princess Bride. But yeah, I mean, I saw like Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast was so scary for me, like I had to leave the theater. (laughs) It is quite scary. Like the beginning part before you see what he looks like. Yeah, there's like a... a scene with wolves where they're like attacking him and I did not like that and had a lot of nightmares about it. But yeah, I mean like I saw Peter Pan and stuff and those ones are old and like Mm -hmm. all the Snow White. So been reading about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry that I brought it up. (laughs) No, it's I thank you for thank you for educating me about it. Uh, Do you want to hear my fanciest animal? I sure mm -hmm. do. The frilled shark. Ooh. Ooh. So beautiful. I think it's one of the sharks that when it dies, people think it's just like a sea monster. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's been around for ages. I highly recommend uh, Google. It's sometimes called the dragon shark um, because it looks sort of like a dragon. Oh, whoa. um, And its teeth. Yeah, they're just so cool. I listened to the Ologies podcast on sharks a couple weeks ago, and it was so good. I also love sharks. Yeah. Um, but it's such an interesting and fascinating animal. And the ocean has so much. He looks really, yeah. Wow, they're good. very cool. I'm looking at photos right now. Look at this one. Ooh. <laughs> and they do make kind of funny faces, which is funny. It's like they look special. And then sometimes they just look real silly. Yeah. Do you, um, are you, you don't have a fear of things that live in the ocean. Um, I think I have a healthy fear. Like I have an mm-hmm. interest in them, but I never want to be near them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a, a fascination. Yeah. A fascination and respect. And I, I think they're beautiful. But absolutely. Like I do not, I never want to be in the water with anything bigger than me. Same. Like it's not a good idea. I like to say like they don't show up in my apartment. I don't want to <laughs> show up in theirs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's yeah. a good idea. That's, mm-hmm. We've all got our own space. We'll stick to it. <laughs> My fanciest animal is also uh, from an episode of Ologies that I listened to. Um, fucking love that podcast. Flatworms. I learned so much about mm-hmm. flatworms. And like I, I've never seen one in real life, but I've seen like drawings of them in biology textbooks. And the ones that live in freshwater like look like flat wieners with crossed eyes (laughs) (laughs) and they'll they're all hermaphrodites i think so they can like reproduce by like budding i'm pretty sure um Mm. and they uh i did not learn that from ologies so that i could be wrong at that i'm just remembering uh my science textbook from high school but like if you cut them they can regenerate and they have a different like they have different genes than like most of the animals on earth so people Mm. think they might be like aliens and they don't a lot of them don't have the uh like the ability to grow old so like it's really hard to gauge how old they are like there's a possibility that they could be immortal (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is so neat. I yeah, love that idea. Yeah. And the the scientist, the ologist who's on it is really, really cute. He's got a great accent and he's just like so, so into flatworms. They're called planarians. 
which mm-hmm. also just sounds like they're aliens. But the he studies the freshwater ones, but the the seawater flatworms are so beautiful. They come just in like, looking at them. They look like they that dress that you have. <laughs> yeah, that they you bought lo- from the store next door to the place where you used to work. Yeah, they're like they can be like neon colors and super frilly. Like when they swim, they just sort of like ruffle. Like it's so beautiful. And they the way they mate the saltwater ones is by something called penis fencing, Mm. which Mm, I read about. (laughs) I read about when I was a kid, I had this like science magazine when I was a kid and I, it blew my mind and I cut out that (laughs) little article with the picture of it. Like two of them will (laughs) come up to each other and it's like the act of being pregnant and reproducing like expends a lot of energy. So they don't, want to get pregnant so they're like fighting to see which one will get pregnant and they're (laughs) actually stabbing each other with their penises Um, but the penises they all have two penises and uh, they really just look like boobs so it's really weird (laughs) (laughs) I recommend looking up videos of saltwater flatworms penis fencing that's interesting penis fencing was actually the name of my first band in junior (laughs) (laughs) wow you like had such a long and varied career (laughs) we were very bad (laughs) (laughs) this is when you were uh, a teenager uh, up north with long hair I was a teenager up north with long hair, yeah. I never played in a band called Penis Fencing, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I was trying to keep, keep it going. I did play in a band called Donkey Smell. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Very you specific. didn't like the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I can't believe it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were just jealous. <laughs> donkey Smell. Do you know, like, offhand how many bands you have been in? How many bands I have been in? I've been yeah. playing in bands since I was, like, 14... Yeah. And when I lived in the Yukon, so that was about and up until I was 17, um, I played in all the bands. So any band <laughs> that was like in the one high school in the Yukon, I played in every band because I had a car and I had a drum kit. And so oh. I filled the requisite requirements <laughs> to be in the band. So have you just always been busy since you were a teenager, like running around... Do you remember, like, yeah, going to multiple practices, like rehearsals at friends in friends' basements, like loading my drums into the back of my 1976 Pontiac Le Mans Sport Coupe, oh. which was <laughs> lime green and Ooh, had nice. uh, sheep's like fake sheepskin shag uh, covers Whoa. on the seats. It was very cool. My mom <laughs> had worked with a woman that had bought it new. And she oh, nice. was retiring and leaving the Yukon and sold it to me for $400. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would, uh, that was pretty common, like to drive around the city and like go to different people's basements and play Wow. whatever weird songs they wanted to play when you were like a teenager. So having like being in quarantine and not being able to have band practice and like mm. have DJ nights, has this just been like, does it feel like the pace of your life has just ground to a halt? One million percent, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because you're the busiest person I know, I feel like. Well, it just happened all at the same time, like yeah. exactly the same time, which was like one day there was talk, like maybe like things would get pushed a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was just like, no, indefinitely, like until we can hear something else, then everything is kind of done. And you um, had like tours booked and stuff. I had a hundred shows that got postponed. Wow. Until next year. Uh, hopefully, Shit. or canceled at some point. I don't know. We'll see what 100. happens. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yikes. Yeah. 
but I mean, it's nice. Um, I have been having conversations with people about like having time to slow down. It gives you perspective on like maybe a balance that you need in your life yes. <laughs> that you didn't have before. Um, and yeah. maybe that's like a silver lining to that. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You like good. out of all my friends who play in bands and like work in the music realm like you were the hardest working busiest man i know <laughs> like just it's, to me that stuff is so easy and fun because it's just like number one i'm a drummer i'm not a songwriter and i get to be in a position where i get to play your songs and jay's songs and like my friend jody glennam's songs and my friend jason corbett's songs and it's just like it to be surrounded by like super talented people like that is like that's lucky all i gotta do is show up and bang on round drums <laughs> just gotta bang on these tubs yeah well yeah it must just be because like i thought i was busy but in comparison to you like i mean don't it's very different and you are very busy and it's not anything let's have a busy contest no <laughs> no it is it is like kind of fascinating to see like oh maybe that wasn't healthy <laughs> like maybe the yeah, amount sure. of stuff that we were all doing was actually mm-hmm making us feel bad <laughs> this is like actually a good retail nightmare kind of thing um i was having a conversation with somebody about how and i don't know if things will get different but there was always this kind of inherent guilt especially with work mm-hmm. where like oh even if you didn't feel good like you were feeling sick one day like oh i can't call in sick yeah i gotta go in because if i don't go in today like all this stuff like it's just like you have this kind of it's ingrained in us a little bit and i think hopefully that is something that'll go away a little bit it's like oh i don't want to let anyone down everyone's counting on me Mm -hmm. that sort of thing yeah that's like my worst fear in the world is having someone feel like i've let them down yeah it's definitely i can relate yeah um should we do food and space yeah So Adam, you are selected to be the official drummer for a mission to Mars. Sweet. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna Is bang it with the band 30 seconds to mars <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry that is okay we didn't want to tell you but <laughs> i went yeah. i went on tour with them once. right 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 yeah. right yeah. how it was, was everything that? that you thought that you would yeah. think it would be that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> oh, okay. he's so diplomatic and so kind very very much so yeah um so you're only allowed to bring one food with you one special food that's your favorite Mm-hmm. And it has to fit in a tube sock. No, that's not true. <laughs> um, but there's going to be regular food. So you don't have, you're not going to be eating just this food all the time. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. uh, you're going to have space food, but like, what is your special food that you bring with you? Burritos. Burritos. Yeah. That's my favorite food. That's <laughs> true. I've seen you eat many a burrito. Yeah. There, it's everything that's good all in one thing. That's yeah, so true. Because you could put cheese in it, you can put salsa in it, and you can make them spicy. I, I am of the mind that food is just a hot sauce delivery system. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, rice, beans, great, great, everything great. Do you have a favorite burrito in town? 
Well, you know what? I do like wedgies. Um, I think what they do there is really great and wonderful. And it, and it's, it checks all my burrito boxes. And plus, cause I, I am, as I said before, like not much of a cheese guy. Um, they do like a nice vegan one with lots of guacamole in it, which is also the best. It's right around the corner from where you work a lot of the time. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. It's right there. They have those really good garlic potatoes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They're so good. It's been so long. I did, a couple weeks ago, I did wait in line. um, Oh, yeah? And got a burrito and just went across the street where the community center is on one of those benches and just sat down and ate the whole thing in (laughs) three and a half minutes. (laughs) Three and a half minutes. You're like a duck. That's impressive. It was... I was, I was glad to be covered by shrubs, shrubbery, because <laughs> it was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone would have seen me do that, they would have called me a monster and ran away. <laughs> you're just efficient. You're yeah. a busy guy and you're yeah. efficient. <laughs> Alicia, what's your space food? My space food is tiger tail ice cream. Whoa. So that's so like the orange, orange ice licorice? cream? No, with chocolate swirl. Oh. Yeah, but you've had it with licorice, too, and it's really good. So either or, I would take either or to space. Um, Ice cream. I had really good ice cream this weekend. Me, too. Yeah, I went to Rain or Shine, and they have matcha ice cream. Oh, nice. I don't think it's pronounced matcha. I think it's pronounced matcha. Matcha. (laughs) But I ordered um, regular ice cream by accident, and they already had it in the cone and I was like, oh, this is going to be so fucking good. Um, and I had like the da- dairy free on top, which was also quite good. That was a salted caramel chocolate. Mm. Uh, the combination worked pretty well together. Um, nice. Green tea ice cream is so good. Jessica, what's your food for space, your space venture? It's Ben and Jerry's non-dairy cookie dough ice cream. Oh boy, is it good? I tried it yesterday for the first time because it was on sale at Shoppers Drug Mart. And holy fuck, it's so good. Not only is there like so many chunks of cookie dough in it, but the whole ice cream itself tastes like dough. Like so so many cookie dough ice creams will just be like a vanilla with cookie dough in it and it's like i dig around and i'm like i don't want that vanilla get it away from me it's disgusting you don't like vanilla no i do i do love vanilla i just love cookie dough more but it's so good and so now that i know that it's so good and it's so close to me and i could just get it whenever and i'd be supporting a company that has good values i'd like to say like shoppers drug mart has been a revelation (laughs) During the last few months for me, I did not know that they had like a food section. Yeah, they moved into grocery a couple of years ago. You can get Mm. like basically all your groceries there. I mean, it won't be great, but it's passable. I'm a big every morning smoothie kind of guy. So and it's just like very simple. Like I put like a banana, some blueberries, whatever, frozen fruit. Their frozen fruit is great. The, The other grocery store, which will remain nameless, (laughs) <laughs> I complain about it every other podcast. Yeah. The little tiny bags of blueberries are nine to eleven dollars, maybe sometimes more. So expensive and also yeah. not resealable, but the ones at Shoppers Drug Mart are. Are. And you can and it's usually like two for one. And they're often organic. Like they have organic frozen vegetables for a song and a dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to get ma'am. back on my smoothie train tomorrow. Thanks for the reminder. Summer's here. It's, it's great. A really nice, uh, it's a really nice start to the day. I had yeah. one today. Yeah. My acupuncturist asks, I says I should not eat cold foods, but oh, right. yeah. she's not watching me. Is it time for Pupo of the Week? Uh-huh. <laughs> 
was oh, weird. Oh man, oh. it sounded like barf. It wasn't. Yeah. Not <laughs> at all. It sounded like it. Not even close. A bit. Not any bit of barf. I tried to make it quiet, but it was loud. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, Adam, as yes. our guest of honor, mm. do you want to lead the charge for Papa of the Week? I would love to. This Papa for me is very personal. Mm-hmm. But it's also the most adorable thing that I've ever seen in my whole life, in all my years, is, okay, I feel like a lot of the stories that I've told you guys today have <laughs> a lot of backstory to them, so no, I'll try to keep it brief. No, that's great. But I spent the majority of the last couple of years on tour with a band called Actors. Yes. Um, and that band uh, plays to a predominantly like goth uh, kind of environment. <laughs> so there's a lot of wearing black clothes. So uh-huh. throughout the, my time with them, I've started to incorporate color. Um, <laughs> so like I'd find fun socks or what I started doing was tying a bandana around my neck. I love this look. A red bandana. Yeah. yeah. And it became really fun for me. Anyways, <laughs> my, my brother the other day calls me and he says, um, your nephew, Safa, who's five years old, wants to you to come to the park today. Can you come meet him at the park? And I'm like, yeah, of course. He's my best friend and he's the coolest guy in the world. (laughs) He has something that he really wants to show you. So I show up at the park and there's a million kids there and they're running around and he's on one of the big toys and he kind of sees me and he stops. He screams, Uncle Adam. And around his neck is a little red (laughs) bandana tied up and he just shakes it. (laughs) And he goes, gotta go. Oh but he really God. wanted to uh he wanted to wear his uh he wanted to wear a bandana like his uncle adam does so i love that I so only much cried for three hours <laughs> <laughs> i love it oh i had no idea i thought like you coordinated that like nope that was his idea was his idea that's yeah. so cute i feel like jay's nephew who's older he's like 10 he definitely when he was younger he would like if Jay had long hair, he'd grow out his hair. And then when he'd see that Jay cut his hair, he'd be like, Oh, I got to cut my hair. Like long hair is not cool anymore. Mm. My nephew is interesting though, because he'll do stuff like that, but he also loves roasting me for some reason. (laughs) He just like, he's taken it. He's done this. He does this joke all the time now because the first time he did it, it made me laugh so hard. (laughs) He's a very sweet and sincere kid and we'll go do something. So we went to the Van Dusen gardens at Christmas time to look at the lights and we were coming back. It was me and his parents and him on the bus. And he goes, hey, everyone, I just wanted to say I had a really great day today with my mom and my dad and my uncle Adam, who is a very bad uncle. <laughs> <laughs> and then he will laugh. And I was like, OK. <laughs> Roasted. Every single time so I leave funny. them, he, he says that. So. <laughs> that whole speech. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Kids are so weird. I love yeah. it. I, I do too. I didn't think I would, no offense to people with kids, I didn't think I would ever like kids until my siblings had kids. And man, oh man, they are cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it helps that he has cool parents and a cool uncle too. Hmm. I mean, sorry, a very bad uncle. <laughs> a very bad uncle. <laughs> very bad about you. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Alicia, yeah. who's your puppo? Um, I have two puppos. My oh, one puppo is Hank, who finally fell asleep right before we started recording. Mm. Um, he's such a funny dog. I posted a video this morning of him full on attacking a pylon. 
It went on for 20 minutes. I had to drag him <laughs> out of the park. He was so funny. I don't know why he hated it as much as he did, or he thought it was as funny as he did. And that's just my everyday life is like this bundle of joy uh, that I live with, which is wonderful in many mm. ways. And his hair is growing out and I can barely see his eyes and it's so cute. <laughs> and my second puppo is a show called How to Get Away with Murder. <laughs> I don't know why I started watching it. Uh, but it's an ABC show, uh, so I never would have seen it if it wasn't on Netflix. And it stars Viola Davis, and she's such a great actor. Uh, but it's kind of like a bonkers show to commit to. And I'm on season two almost at the end, and there's like 12 episodes per season. And I just started it the other night. Whoa. Yeah. So it's, it's keeping my mind from eating itself. So I like that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How about you, Jessica? Uh, my pup of the week is uh, Martin Scorsese's mom. Oh. Mm. Mm. Let's have a look. Her name's Catherine Scorsese. Oh, I saved a photo of her to my phone so I could show you. She was actually the mother in Goodfellas, right? Yeah, she's been in a lot of his movies before. Oh. <laughs> um, this is a picture of her at like a... Um, premiere and you can see she's got like uh rhinestone encrusted glasses she's got her hair all blown out she's no longer with us she died in 1997 but uh i've been watching um the criterion collection put out like uh five of martin scorsese's early short films that he made when he was in film school Mm -hmm. and i thought it would be a bit of a slog and like kind of pretentious but Oh my God, I love them all. I've only watched four of them so far and I'm saving the last one for tomorrow. But he made several shorts that are like fiction and kind of experimental. And then he made one called Italian American, which was him just interviewing his parents about growing up um, like the children of Italian American immigrants. And it's so cute. It's from 1974, I think. And like, if you've ever heard Martin Scorsese talk, he sort of has that like, uh driving sort of like neurotic weird energy like manic mm -hmm. energy and having him and his parents all like talking over top of each other it's like oh i see where he got this from <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're just in his parents apartment and she's making him dinner and like teaching him how like the recipe for her sauce and after the credits there's just like all the recipe for how to make her sauce um and she's so cute. Like, she's so nervous. She's like, well, what do I say? What do you, what do you want me to say? Wh where do I stand? What should I do? Like, don't say that because then it'll be in the movie. And like, she's so <laughs> cute. And her whole, like, they're not super wealthy or anything at that point. Like, they're just living in a small apartment. She reminds me so much of my grandmother uh and like all her her like sort of pastel colored Tupperware stuff in her kitchen. And she has this beautiful blue rose wallpaper in her kitchen like that mm. goes even behind the stove i was like ha ah, like how just cleaning that like the idea of how to clean that freaks me out but i just love her so much and i kept taking screen caps of her and wearing her little house dress with her like blown out gray hair just love her and she's in a ton of his movies like she's in after hours and mm. casino and a bunch of stuff she's in cape fear she was even in movies that were not directed by him like hmm. moonstruck like she has oh. these little little bit parts and stuff so cool lady that sounds cool she sounds delightful yeah check her out <laughs> <laughs> what a weird puppo i know i just have not uh encountered any animals 
recently, despite working at the cat cafe. I was not mm. on the cat side. Didn't so encounter any cats. She's a great puppo. Yeah. Mm. So check out those short films that he made. They're really good, especially Italian American. Mm-hmm. A lot good. On it. So that's our podcast. Mm-hmm, that's it. Adam, thank you so much for being our guest again. It's my pleasure. It's very nice to see you both. At least I get to see you sometimes in real life with the dog, which is always really nice. And Jessica, it's been way too long and it's nice to see your face. I think the last time I saw you, you came into my work and brought me a gift. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like It was so nice. You were were moving and getting rid of some things and you brought me like season three of home movies. Yeah, you didn't have it. It was the one. I know. It was the one that I was missing. Because that show is wonderful. If people want to listen to your band's music online or follow you, how can people do that? Uh, I mean, Spotify or Bandcamp is the best. There's, mm. uh, I don't know, I can like name some bands. Yeah, <laughs> list them off. Yeah. Uh, there is Actors um, for all you goth-inspired post-punk <laughs> obsessives. There's uh, Jody Glenham, who is a lovely singer-songwriter and has beautiful dreamy pop songs. There is Gang Signs, who is like really down tempo, moody electronic music for those sad, sad nights. <laughs> <laughs> um, Art Deco, that's fun rock and roll. Uh, that's about as far as I'll go right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you are a busy guy. Um, and if people want to like follow you on Instagram or Twitter, yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, I think I'm bad at Twitter. Like, I just, like, make dumb jokes or, like, post about Janet Jackson. That's kind of my thing. That's not amazing. That's not being bad at Twitter. You also uh, post a lot about the OC. (laughs) (laughs) I do. You you did. You did. I did because I watched it all. And also, please thank Jay again for (laughs) the hookup. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, Adrock, A-D-R-A-W-K, because... (laughs) The actual ad rock of the Beastie Boys. Yeah. That's the other one. Yeah. He's got but a that's copyright. Just like, yeah. It's my homage to him. You can follow me on Instagram. I sometimes post pictures of this silly mustache I'm trying to grow. It's I didn't even great... notice it at first because you're so blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like when you sat down and then I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, you have a huge mustache. <laughs> I am in awe of it always. It's, it's very silly. You can grow it really big and it's quite yeah. impressive. Yeah. I mean, it could just... I mean, I have nowhere to be, so <laughs> it's just me yeah. and my mustache right now. <laughs> oh, just me and my mustache. That sounds like a lost Harry Nelson song or something. <laughs> totally. Me and my mustache. Alicia, if people want to buy your book, you how do you buy do that? my book? You can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it from Arsenal Press directly from the publisher. You can get it at Chapters. You can buy it at your local bookstore. You can order it from your local library if it doesn't already have it. If you live in Vancouver and you need a suggestion for a local bookshop, uh, Lucky's Comics, they'll order anything in for you and Mm -hmm. like, it rocks. I love Mm -hmm. that place. Yeah, they are great. Also, they sometimes are trying to upgrade things (laughs) in their place and they're like, hey, we want to buy a new toilet. And oh, I hope they buy a new toilet because I have used that toilet and it's so scary. That's great, a great ad for them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they also need to make rent, too. So that's... Yeah. <laughs> a toilet is uh, less depressing. I don't know. Mm. Uh, um, 
Yes, thank you so much for everyone who listens and for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, no pressure. We're going to release a new thing on there soon. Yeah. We love you all. Hope everyone's staying safe, wearing a mask, uh, and looking like a cool bandit while you're doing it. Yeah. Like a bad guy from Dick Tracy. Yeah. If anybody wants to go for a bike ride, come join me, Mask Face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I just watched that movie recently, and it's so scary. <laughs> Mask? Oh, really? No, Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Oh, I don't remember it. I'd never seen I it I didn't before. like it when I was a kid. It's like they took the budget of a modern comic book movie and focused on the wrong parts of comic books. They're like, we're going to make everyone look really grotesque and like wacky and mm-hmm. not... It's upsetting. Yeah, every like there's one guy whose face is tiny right in the middle of like oh, a big. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. Al Pacino like has like a fake nose and chin and like fake mm-hmm. shoulders, and everyone looks fake except for Madonna and uh, Warren, Warren Beatty. Yeah, they were totally mm-hmm. humping. Yeah. yeah, which like he was humping everyone in every movie he's ever been in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so, eh? He's a real humpo. He likes to hump. Yeah. It's like Hank and the Pylon, but ladies. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Warren Beatty and literally every leading lady. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, don't check it out. That's my recommendation. <laughs> Give it a mess. Jessica, do you want to say anything? Uh, no. Okay, perfect. This is, <laughs> and we hope that you guys are all doing okay out there and that you have a great week. And thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And thanks so much, Adam, for being on. And thank you, Jessica, for being Jessica. And thank, thank you, Alicia, you. for being Alicia. And thank you, Jay, for <laughs> editing the podcast. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah. Mwah.